0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Grow With Us. My name is Evan Barton, and I'm your host who helps create conversations with the innovators and leaders of a growing tech center in Tulsa, Oklahoma. The Grow With Us podcast highlights the work of community leaders, tech entrepreneurs, nonprofit professionals, and talent development advocates in Tulsa. Grow With Us is a podcast of In Tulsa. In Tulsa's mission is to connect talented individuals and companies to stimulate economic growth in Tulsa and to create more prosperous communities across the region. Each episode, Grow With Us discusses the growth of opportunities, the growth of communities striving for change, or the tech and innovation that is changing the landscape of Tulsa. On this episode of Grow With Us, we are in conversation with LaTanya Pratt, the head of talent solutions at InTulsa. We discuss the mission of InTulsa, upcoming events like Living on Tulsa Time and South by Southwest, our candidate readiness events, and how candidates can show up as their full authentic selves in interviews and in the workplace. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Grow With Us. I am so, so excited to welcome to the podcast today, LaTanya Pratt. Thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: This is going to be a great episode. You are a ray of sunshine. Uh, you've got on a pink lip today <laughs> we are we are living for miss Lt today. Myself. Thank
1: you. <laughs> I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me
0: absolutely., um, well, Tanya, thank you so much for being here. I, I would love for you to introduce yourself and tell us your story uh, in whatever way you feel comfortable
1: well, i start I'll start where I am now. I am. Married to my Bahamian Boothang, Ken Vaughn. I met him here in Tulsa at Oral Roberts. We've been married for 16 years, I think. Oh, well, congratulations. I'm not the best with math. 16 <laughs> years. If he hears this, he'll correct us. And we have three little chocolate drops. We have three boys and they are obsessed with you. And when I told them I was going to be on this podcast, they're like, don't forget my autograph. So I kind of hang it over their heads that I'm, I work with you. Um, and they are eight. 10 and 11, but my 11-year-old lets me know he's about to be 12. He's almost 12. He's almost 12. He's yeah. going to be a preteen, which is really what he wants in his life. <laughs> um, I have the honor of being the head of Talent Solutions here at, in Tulsa, and that is basically my dream job so far. But I've been in human resources recruiting for about 17 years. How is that possible? I don't know because I'm just 21, but <laughs> somehow... Somehow I'm a genius and it's possible. (laughs) I've been in Tulsa for, since college and then um, grew up in Edmond, Oklahoma. So I'm a native Okie. And um, basically my heart and passion is making sure people feel like they have everything they need to be successful in the workplace because we spend the majority of our day at work. So you need to love where you're working. You need to love what you do. Yeah. And I get to do that.
0: That's amazing. No, I I love that. Circling back to your your kids that that love me, <laughs> that um,
1: love
0: me. I I love hearing that they were so nice. Uh, I I had the pleasure of meeting them at our retreat that we yes. had earlier this uh, month, which is it, you know it feels like last year, but it was yes. just a
1: couple of weeks ago. January 75th is today,
0: <laughs> literally. But it was so fun uh, doing that. We were led in a, a fun game of bingo. Yes. Uh, I did my best to do a little kid <laughs> tour just because like I don't have kids. Um one one of these days maybe. Yes. But um you know other people's kids are 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 fun most of the time they because are. they're not mine. <laughs>
1: yes, and you can give them back. And when you're done with them, you leave the table. That's exactly, exactly right.
0: Exactly. And so um I had fun uh, entertaining them over a, a game of bingo Thank and I'm glad you. the impression was well made. Oh, they love you. They <laughs> love you. But circling back to also to kind of like what you're mentioning about, you know, being in the workplace. Oh my gosh, it's so real. Um I've only been working professionally for you know, about through two or three years, or three or four years, I'm the number is going to keep going up, which is crazy. But um, it is, it's been so different, even for me, just starting in the pandemic, too. You yes. know, loving the place that you work. Well, the place that I work was my home. You know, right. and I think that we're kind of transitioning in and out of that, or back to it, or you know, in some version of that. But um, when it comes to who you work with, the relationships that um, you have with your supervisors, your coworkers. All of those things. A lot of what the work that you do is um, kind of creating, you know, healthy and clear instructions and kind of guidelines about the um, really just like the inner workings of business. You know, how do people get things done, and they do it best together. Um, and, And I'm really excited to kind of dive deeper into that subject with you as we get into some of your subject matter expertise later on. I love it. Yeah. So let's talk about Tulsa. You know, you've you've mentioned your You've been in Tulsa since you were here in college. Yes, I mean, what was what was it like then? What is it like for you now, especially raising three boys? Um, You know, how how did it start, and and how has it changed over time for you?
1: I love Tulsa. I think that ding 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 put that on the board. I love Tulsa. I think it is because I grew up in the Oklahoma City area, and then I came here, and it just feels like it's such a magical city for me because I did meet my husband here. I do have children here. My life started here. I feel like I became myself here. I learned who I was as a woman, a professional here in Tulsa. So I think that's why I love it so much. I have evolved and it feels like as I've evolved, Tulsa has evolved too. Even as simple as in 2020, we started talking about the race massacre here. And I've always lived in Oklahoma, which means, um, and this is crazy too, I've always lived in Oklahoma and I've always been a Black woman. It's the craziest thing. <laughs> and just now have I felt comfortable with us really having the conversation of how did this affect you? Yeah, grappling how is with this? That. Yes, how has this affected you? How is this going to affect your children? And I will say, I believe that the way I was raised, I was always raised to be an and girl. Yeah. So I can see both sides of the picture where yes, I understand that you have questions and you are afraid to ask me questions because you know how you don't know how I'm going to respond. But I also know that there's an and I am nervous having this conversation with you because I don't want you to think I look at everything through a glass of, well, you might judge me because I'm African-American or you might Actually, sometimes we just have questions. Sometimes we just don't know what to say. And in our ignorance, we say the wrong thing. And I feel like now we're having that conversation and I don't ever want to do something that's going to shut someone else down and close the conversation. And that's what Tulsa is doing now. We're having the conversation. Yeah.
0: I love that. And I I think it's so important to, like you said, kind of the fundamentals of of your life. You know, you're raising, you're raising young black boys here in Tulsa, what, what, what is the legacy of Black Wall Street going to look like for them? In, in And and how have they interacted with it already? Oh. I, a me, lot, in a lot in, of ways. In so many ways. Yeah.
1: And even in the simple ways of us coming down here, making sure they've eaten down here, uh, making sure they understand the history Um my husband is a pastor at a local church around here. So we've taken them to the church. And I'm like, the church is still here yeah. in the middle of everything else that's original been chaotic. The original yeah. building is here. Yeah. And just those little lessons, but it also encourages them to know that even when there is something or a system that tries to destroy something that you built with courage and diligence and consistency, you too can overcome. And yeah. that's what I think the whole story of Black Wall Street is. Yeah. Um I know the history behind it is everything was burnt down and insurance wasn't paid out and had to start over. It did take the help of others. A lot of things you can't do alone, Yeah. but with perseverance, courage, consistency, you too can rebuild. You too can make something great. You too can create a legacy. And so um, as they tell me, you find a lesson in everything, mom. And I think there is, there's a small lesson in everything yeah. or else it's a waste of time.
0: No, absolutely. Well, as a mom, I think it's your job to. Oh yeah, teach I have you. a sermon
1: about everything, <laughs> <Trust> me. <laughs> I
0: love it, and and I think that I I love that that's kind of how you center your relationship with Tulsa because it it, it does take a lot of um, asking hard questions and confronting dark histories, yes. and also I think you you also touched on this too, kind of like what living in a, you know, I always struggle with the right word to use in front of this word, but what an institution. Um, what Whatever institution it is, whether right. it's the Oklahoma government, the Tulsa, the Tulsa local politics or whatever, or just the framework that we are as Americans living here. Um, it's so interesting to like, look at the history and and be like, y'all know that that's not what y'all say you are. <laughs> 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 that, that's my uh, yes. Oklahoma, Tulsa country it. way <laughs> saying, of, saying, you know, how are you going to rectify this? Yes. Or, or how do you approach um maybe like dismantling or, or changing elements of an institution. And I think that um, confronting it is is yes. one of the first things that you can do. And then like you're kind of saying, confronting it with like the intention is curiosity or yes. or how are we going to build a bridge if you don't know this information? Yes. Um, and you know, I'm not going to throw on that like lens of trying to shut you down um, out of your ignorance because that there are lots of people There's a lot of systems that we live in and grow up in that are intentionally set up so where that person doesn't know that information. I think, especially with this story with Black Wall Street that we're talking about, like, I feel lucky to have had the experience of going to Booker T. Washington High School. Nice. A school that was was affected during uh, the Black Wall Street Massacre. And that was like one of the first lessons that we learned um, when I was a freshman. I learned about Black Wall Street. really. And I did not. I had gone to school and other uh, places in Tulsa uh, since elementary school. And they did not teach me before I went to Booker T.
1: Booker T, the history and the tradition there is so rich. Any person that's graduated from Booker T, they are just... They are fans, super fans. I'm I don't like, have Edmund school spirit. North, I want to have school spirit. For <laughs> North. I mean, I loved it, but I'm I'm no Booker T. Yeah. What is it the, or the bees? we the, the Hornets, baby. Oh, need bees.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the bees.
1: Yeah, everybody loves Booker T. It's, I love it. I, I
0: think that there's something for me. I have like now connected like the legacy of Booker T. And kind of like my my passion, my appreciation, um, my gratitude to also kind of how I feel about Tulsa it has it molded me and shaped me at a time that i needed molding and shaping i didn't yes. know who i was and and being able to come into who i was uh in a community that i felt safe in um in a learning environment i mean yes. education is so important um there's uh, there's something about that and i and i kind of feel like that i'm living out like chapter I guess it's like chapter three now uh, of my young adult <laughs> life, like with that same kind of uh, energy, you know? I love it. I
1: yeah.
0: love it. Well, thank you so much for sharing your your Tulsa story and about your family. Yes. Um, I, I know that, um, you know, our our identities are so, so important to who we are and the work that we do uh, in Tulsa. It's something that we are, you know, thankfully encouraged to, you know, own and yes. uh, feel confident, you know, stewarding uh, forward with relationships and, and kind of uh, exposing different people to different things. And, and when people see our identities, you know, I, I identify as LGBTQIA uh, plus and, you know, black, having black women at the, at the helm of uh, talent, you know, that that's, it, it means something to people. And so I think you do a great job uh, holding that. And uh, it's really, you. it's really awesome to see.
1: I, you're my favorite. I mean, <laughs> I need you to move in. Just, I do this every morning.
0: <laughs> well, this is recorded, so you can I mean, keep I it forever. Every morning.
1: <laughs> this is what Evan said about me.
0: Latanya, <laughs> uh, well, you have an impressive and amazing career in the recruiting world. Um, and now you serve as the head of talent solutions for Tulsa. Tell us about stepping into that role and the core functions of the Talent Tulsa team.
1: Stepping into the role... I was so excited during the interview process. And then when I received the offer, I was, I was just as excited. And then when I started my first week, I was just like, I don't, I don't know if I'm the one for the job. Imposter syndrome
0: will overtake
1: a person. Um, But I just remember my mother, she's always like, fake it till you make it, fake it till you make it. So I am putting on smiles as more meetings are being piled into my calendar. Mm-hmm. And now I'm realizing that I am the woman for the job because I receive the role. And I wake up every day knowing that I'm going to do what's in the best interest of in Tulsa, what's in the best interest of the candidates that we get to have in our care, the best interest of the clients that trust us to help them to find top talent. And that is why I'm the woman for the job. So just a little side note, many of us are yeah. in roles. That we interview for out of pure excitement, or maybe just like, I wonder if this is gonna take. <laughs> and you are the woman, you are the man, you are the person for the job, yeah. as long as you keep waking up, ready to learn and ready to do whatever's in the best interest of those that you get to serve. What we are known for at Intulsa is connecting our companies to candidates and our candidates to careers and heavy on the careers. Yeah. A lot of times. When you hear a staffing agency, they will connect a candidate to a job. And once you've been connected to a job, in the nicest way possible, they kind of wash their hands. They've made their commission on you, and they've sent you on your way, and they're on to the next. Yeah. We want to help you thrive in your career. This is a relationship. We are helping you with resources. We are helping you with networking opportunities. We don't want you to just be placed in a role in an assignment and then we wash our hands. No, we have created a marriage. You're not getting rid of us. (laughs) A union. We have created a union. You're not getting rid of us until you walk away because we're going to be here. And we get to do that every single day for the people of Tulsa.
0: Yeah. I love that. I think that that's a really, really succinct way of explaining kind of how this work has honestly changed, but not changed. Right. That has been the core of my understanding of Intel. I've yes. been, been on the team for a long time. Uh, I have always felt like in, that we did, we did something different and then obviously known that in my interactions with people on the team, our talent partners. We just... Um, they're, they're, and I, I don't even want to include myself in this since I don't do some of the work, but our team, the team yes. does, does it differently.
1: We, <laughs> staffing with heart. We have a purpose. It's so much more. It's just, it's more. The people that I get to work with every day, when you hear them get off of a screen with a candidate, the way they speak about the candidate, they already are trying to figure out how they can help them in the best way. One thing we say is any person that comes to us, they leave us better than they came. Will they get a job? That is the plan. But even if we can't place them in a role based off of maybe they found something on their own or um, the company that they applied to, that wasn't the correct spot for them, they're going to get resourcing. They're going to have a trusted talent partner. They're going to have something where when they came in, they have just a little bit more than when they exit out.
0: Yeah. And like you said, that's a continued relationship. It is. And until the candidate walks away... Um, which we don't suggest you do.
1: <laughs> do not walk away from us. Cue Whitney Houston. I yeah. would start singing now, but... Oh, you can. You can. <laughs> it would in the program, trust me.
0: <laughs> but I think, I think, like you said, and, and kind of... Uh, there's just something about uh, this different approach that I, yes. I think is novel. Um, you know, I, like I mentioned, it, it, the hiring pr- world and kind of like getting in... I kind of stumbled into this world Um, through just various opportunities, and it was something that, like, once I started getting a feel of you know what staffing looked like, what hiring looked like, I was like, oh, this is interesting. You know, like you had mentioned the the commission, the you're in the door, and you look like and you look like this, and the and the company is happy. They don't necessarily. So the staffing part doesn't necessarily care if you stay in the role for three to six months. Of course, the company would care, but... Exactly.
1: They actually would probably love for you to come back and they could place you somewhere else when that six months is over. Yeah. And I love how you said you stumbled into this. I don't believe anybody... Like when I graduated from ORU, I don't believe... I was just like, I hope I can take over the staffing world. (laughs) I wanted to be Oprah originally. um, But my first job was in... Kansas, working, my first offer was Kansas City, Missouri, working 11 p.m. to like 7 a.m. for like $24,000. And the way that I'm set up, I am not my best between 11 and 7 (laughs) a.m. And even out of college, my lifestyle was not thriving on 24K. (laughs) So I had to tell them to uh, be blessed and move on. And then I stumbled into this company called Aerotech. And I walked in and they had a lot of people that worked there that kind of looked like my age demographic and they were all dressed up cute and the office was cute. And I'm like, I don't even know what you all do here, but I want this job. (laughs) (laughs) 10 years later, I'm like, I love this place. I love people. And I stumbled into staffing too. And then I stumbled into in Tulsa where I could do what I do best and that's love people well. Yeah. Help them find their next step. And then I get to represent them in rooms that they may not have even had the opportunity to see or hear about. Yeah. And I'm I'm like, I'm in. I'm in for life.
0: I love that. I, I think that I know I've said that every time you've said something. I love that. I really do. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I think that what what's just really sparking for me is that um, that last piece you said is is really, really important. Um, there it is a privilege, and it is a blessing for us to be in the spaces that we are yes. in and And that's not just us, that's for lots of people that take up space that is what we kind of do as humans, we get to take up space, and um some of us are more blessed than others to be in rooms where decisions are made about others. Yes. and I think that uh, I think that kind of where I'm going with that is that hopefully you can see um or have relationships with us creating that trust, that connection. to where you're, you're, you can trust that we are representing your best intentions or, or what, what's going to be hopefully good for you or how we can get you more resources as a candidate. Um, because it's staffing is like really at the fundamental it's where are we are trying to find places for people to be their best selves and at work is like you said, a lot of where you spend your time you you want to to be your, your, you want to be your best self at work.
1: And I love how you said, take up spaces. I turned 40 last month. um, And I feel like when I turned 40, I just decided I am going to take up space. And this sounds so small, but it's hard to really feel like you're worth the space that you take up. So, you know, you're, I'm a big personality. All my life, I've been a b- big personality, and it's shocking. <laughs> uh, but I, I mean, I even came into the world two weeks late. Like, I <laughs> tada, she's here. So I've always taken up space, and I've always been like, "Why am I so much? Like, can I just be quiet? Yeah. Can I just, I can't. Like, I wear hot pink. My voice carries. I have more energy than anybody should have, and then." you turn 40 and it's like, you know what? I've tried 40 years to be quieter. Yeah, I am not going to be any quieter. Hot pink is my favorite color. Yeah. And I am created this way on a purpose, on purpose, for a purpose, yeah. just like you are. And so here at in we tell you to show up authentically and we're going to help you find the place where you can take up space on purpose for your purpose. And taking up space is so much more than just I'm here and I'm doing this job. Yeah. It's I'm here, I'm doing this job, and this job is different because I'm doing it. Yeah, And so when you let us find you your next place, your next career move, you're going to find a place where you can be authentic, you can take up space, and the job and the people around you are different because you're there. And Evan, that is what you do. Like
0: mm-hmm.
1: in Tulsa, campus Tulsa, they're different because of you. You show up in a way, yes, you take up space, but even this podcast, everything's different because you do your job. No one else could do this like you.
0: Mm.
1: So that's what we hope that you come to us and we find you your place just like this.
0: Yeah. Thank you. So I love it. I really appreciate that. And it is, I, I want to say, uh, honestly, I have made that decision since the very beginning. To be to be me, I I have almost felt like there's been no choice (laughs) but to be. And I'm
1: glad you learned it earlier than I did. Yeah, and I I tell it to my boys all the time because I don't want them to go 40 years trying to suffocate the amazingness that's inside of all of us.
0: Yeah, it's it's something that I I love that this conversation has gone to this because it is so. This is the heart of why I do a lot of things. Um, so, so thank, and thank you for your gratitude and um, appreciation because it it means a lot. Um, I, I have like, I don't, I don't know. There's, I, I get flustered sometimes receiving compliments when it, it really is just what I, what I wanted to do all along. So I just, thank you. I appreciate that. Cool. Um, something that I'm really, really excited to share with our listeners and, you know, all the things that in Tulsa is doing. Um, one of them is this living on Tulsa yes. time event that we have coming up. Um, first of all, I just love the name because it's, it's, it's just good. We, I
1: know We
0: have, we have a good marketing team. And so here in the next couple of weeks, we have the living on Tulsa time event. Yes. Would you, would you care to share, you know, kind of what are some of the goals of the event and, and what was its impact and, What we're looking forward to.
1: First of all, if you are not in Tulsa, you need to put in your application to come to Living on Tulsa Time. I have had the honor of being on both sides of it now. So last year, I was a participant from the company side, and I had the chance to interview amazing candidates from California, Georgia. There is a candidate from Georgia that I I'm still just like, you have to come to Tulsa. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she had some personal events come up in her life that she would she didn't have the opportunity to move just then, but she still contacts me on LinkedIn. She still oh. asks me about jobs. But it was just a way for candidates to come to Tulsa, experience what we love and what we know, see themselves here. Where would they hang out? Where would they live? Who would they work for? And then as an employer, We were able to show off what we do and how just because you thought we still lived in teepees and, you know, rode horses, we're actually thriving and you have a place here. And so now on the opposite side, being a part of the planning and getting corporations here to talk to candidates and going through hundreds of applications that have asked to come and be a part of the, the program, it's just an honor because... People are starting to see Tulsa is a place to it's a place to live. We were recently on a list for number 6 place to live in a recession. Like we we're not going to be impacted as much as some of those larger cities that yeah. everyone thinks maybe are more sexy or whatever. Come live here, live your best life. It is the home of the $40,000 millionaires, what I tell you. like <laughs> live your best life.
0: <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Uh yeah, I I I really enjoy uh the the whole premise of living on Tulsa time is really like, like you said, kind of the mission of intulsa, so connecting yes. uh, companies to candidates and candidates to careers. I mean, I, I really think that the whole event uh, encapsulates a lot of uh, what we really mean, what we really are trying to do on the daily basis. Um, I had the opportunity to uh, attend some of the events last year when we did it, and it was really cool to see kind of uh they didn't know <laughs> they didn't know about tulsa yes someone told them about it and and then that person maybe told someone else that then told them about you know it it kind of was that word of mouth thing um that that we then got to spread to other people and then tulsa was a word of mouth thing in their city and and it's something that i've heard from uh i've actually heard this like anecdote quite a bit of times like you know, people come here and experience it. And then they go literally go tell their friends. And then those friends come to visit Tulsa. And maybe it's through an event like Living on 100%. Tulsa Time. 100%. It's... We're a word of mouth city because I think that you have to be here to figure to figure out what the true magic is. Or experience
1: is. it. I yeah. had a candidate that I interviewed. I believe I had for the final event, I, I had the opportunity to phone screen some. And then the ones that I wanted to meet, I had opportunity to do a face-to-face interview. Yes. And I spoke to my first candidate, he's from California, and he explained the experience. So apparently there was a tour of Tulsa um, history. And I said, simply, how has your time here been? He started to tear up Um. and he said, I think I love it here. (laughs) And I'm like, yes, I know. And so not just to say that tulsa's amazing and you should come to the event but the time and effort that's put into this event to make sure candidates don't just make a decision off of a whim they know what they're signing up for we're diligent we are yeah. doing our due diligence to make sure that someone comes in they know what they're signing up for and they know this is their next, their next best step yeah. because like we mentioned before we're Connecting you to a career where you can thrive, show up authentically, and be successful. So um, we're accepting applications until February 23rd, I believe. Um, any companies that want to be a part of this, just reach out, Latanya.pratt at intulsa.com. Just reach out to me. ASAP we will get you connected some way. But I really think if you're outside of the state or even outside of the city and you're wondering, Wonder no more. It takes nothing to come and experience the amazingness of Tulsa.
0: I love that. Again. <laughs> Again. I, love that. <laughs> I think it's a great opportunity. Uh, yeah, you can find applications. I'm sure on uh, our job board. Yes.
1: Yes. Everywhere.
0: Everywhere. Yes. Check our social media. Um, we've got those applications up. Um, and yeah, come come see Tulsa. Come live on Tulsa time. Uh, get connected to an employer. Meet that. Start that relationship with us. Yes. Uh, You'll probably meet the talent partner that you would end up working with. um, And you'd find that they're amazing people and they're awesome. Our team's so good. And
1: amazing food. I mean, come (laughs) for the food bare minimum. (laughs) One thing about in Tulsa, like you're going to gain 20 pounds.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're going to find good cuisine. (laughs) You're going to find good cuisine. Yes. That's awesome. Let's kind of talk um, about another really awesome thing that I love that we're doing. And, and I know we had awesome success with last year. Um, throughout the year, the talent team will be working on a series of candidate readiness yes. events. Can you tell us a little bit more about those and how candidates so can get involved?
1: Excited. So excited. So we did a survey and just kind of asked, what is it that you want? How can we provide what you need? And there was an overwhelming response for resources and networking events. And so we thought, how can we put these together? Mm -hmm. And so coming over the year of 2024, we're going to have candidate readiness events specific to your industry, specific to your skill set to help make sure you are prepared for your next career move. And that could be anything from, okay, this is my resume. How do I create a resume that will stop the hiring manager's eye? We all know. Seven seconds. That's how long we will look at your resume for seven seconds and we will decide your destiny. No, (laughs) but that's truly what it is seven seconds. So, how do you have a resume that pops off that paper so we know you're the perfect fit? We also will have some candidate readiness events on how to interview. The two hardest things in the world is for you to go through an interview process. And to put a resume together that stops that manager's eyes, we have that information for you there. And then think about it. If we have our subject matter experts there, you never know, you might connect with a job of your dreams because that manager is putting on some sort of event to share with you what his team is looking for. So it's a great way for you to network, intermingle with people that are in your industry and find yourself maybe a little mentor even that's local to the area that is maybe one career move ahead of you that can help guide you to your next step. Everything, every touch point, everything we do is for you to leave better than you came. Yeah. So when you come to our candidate readiness event, you're going to come and have a great time, probably have some good cuisine as we talked mm-hmm, about, mm-hmm. but also you're going to leave empowered to know you're ready for your next step. Yeah. And if you leave that way, we've done our job. We've done our job.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I think, uh, you know, something that I would just say to anyone listening out there. How do I? Am I a candidate? Well, I think that I think where we're at in the job market, or or honestly, it might just be a good way to think about it. Um, you know, entering the world professionally or remaining in the world professionally is—you got to keep your eyes and ears open for your next opportunity. So honestly, we're all candidates, and we're all, you know, maybe maybe looking or not looking, but you should be not should you could be considering what your next thing is. Yes, and so. You're all, can't. we're all candidates um, and you're, yes. every person that identifies as, you don't have to identify as a candidate, but if you see yourself as a candidate, then yes. you are welcome at these events.
1: If you have a mortgage and you have <laughs> bills to pay, you are in fact a candidate you should be connected to in Tulsa. And think about it. There are two ways the majority of people will get a job. One is a job board. Two, word of mouth. Yeah. That is what we have. We have a job board that's going to get you connected to your next job, or you have a network of people that are like, hey, are you looking for a role in this? My company is hiring. Get involved. Yeah. And sometimes you need in Tulsa today, but I guarantee you there will be a point where you will need in Tulsa tomorrow. Yeah. So you might as well get connected. You might as well go ahead and begin Um getting some of the benefits of our resources and getting plugged in because there will be a day that you are looking for something different and we want to be there for you.
0: Yeah, I love that. That's that's awesome. I think I think it's right on. And, and think about too, maybe you're not, and this is for any students out there listening, you're also a candidate. <laughs> you <laughs> you might exactly be a student. A <laughs> you sometimes get promoted from student to candidate yes. um, via graduation, but honestly, there's never an early... Uh, too early time to start with that so if you're a, an undergraduate student listening to this podcast um, I think I think it would be worth checking out in Tulsa's resources um, as well as campus Tulsa's resources yes. just kind of getting us all in there um, and how we might be able to help connect you to your next career opportunity uh, let's round out this conversation you know we've been talking about talent we've been talking about being a candidate um, this whole big wide world of recruitment I, I'd love for you to kind of just highlight or, or kind of reflect even to on kind of like some trends that you've seen in the industry um, and what candidates can uh, do to either prepare for that or, you know, h- how do we approach this ever-changing landscape of uh, our next opportunity and looking for it?
1: Well, of course, number one, you need to sign up within Tulsa. So, I mean, honestly, I, I, after you do that, the rest is a piece of cake. Yeah. But honestly, you do because... Either A, you'll get information on your industry and roles that are open. Um, You do want those resources on how to set up your resume, how to interview. And so even if I'm saying it with a little tongue in cheek, it truly is your number one best asset, especially if you're in the Tulsa area or specifically outside trying to come to the Tulsa area. Yeah.
0: And it is our podcast, so we do get to plug ourselves. So
1: we get to plug ourselves. And I mean, I will plug until you know you, you tell me, LaTanya, st- stop. No, you're okay. good. Keep going. Um, but I also think that you have a responsibility to stay educated about your industry. Yeah. There is just way too much access to information for you to not be aware of where your industry is going. Um, And not only like back, I'm like me, you know, I'm old back in the day when I (laughs) had to walk up hill in the snow. But yeah, there were books, but now you can literally Google anything. Chat GPT it. I don't care, but just learn something about your industry and then keep yourself up to date. Is there a certification that you can get to move you forward? And I'm not always saying it's a degree. A lot of times I do think it is just a simple, certification or a book or a um, project or an internship sometimes doing something for free will pay off in ways that we can't understand so um, best best practice sign up with indulsa to educate yourself three stay up to date with your industry um, and, and the industry knowledge that that you're interested in for Updating your skill sets and just knowing what's happening in the world around you.
0: I think that's great advice, honestly, especially about the the responsibility piece. I like the, that's the way that you framed it because I do think that you know we're, we're kind of in the in the world of uh, resourcing folks as a, as a nonprofit organization. Yes. We want to equip folks with resources. Yes, there is, and I don't know if nonprofit nonprofit people probably don't say this, but I guess I'm going to say it. There, there is it. a personal responsibility that yes. you have to even accept resources. Yes. You know, how are you going to... We can we can say and we can shout it from the rooftops. We have resume workshops. We have interview skills. We have all the resources that you need. But are you showing up with that personal responsibility yes. in mind to, to be receptive to that? And we hope so. And we we can try to... You know, give you everything that we that we can from the resources to what you need to connect to that career that career that that you want for your for yourself. We just can't want it for you.
1: And that <laughs> pairs with the the trend of the workplace. Yeah, starting in 2020, when we were able to work from home, we love being in our homes. Yeah. Then we became comfortable, and anytime something is demanded from us that is outside of our comfort zone, it's a little harder to get there. Even if it's like, I have a resource for you and a candidate readiness event, but you have to leave your Your home to show up (laughs) and you see automatically when The email goes out. Everyone is like, I need to know how to brush up this resume. And then it's like, I want to be invited, but I don't want to go. You do have to show up. You have to show up for yourself. You have to show up for the candidate readiness event. You have to show up to work. You have to show up in order to move forward. And I guess you can put that as number four. So after you get (laughs) the information, show up and use the information. Don't just gather it like a library put it into action yeah. because that is how you're going to be successful
0: yeah and and I I hope that that you know our point is is coming across as encouragement we are, yes. we are the biggest cheerleaders and and absolutely want to encourage folks to pursue yes. their dreams you know pursue the career that they want I, I think that um, it, it just hopefully is coming across as you know encouragement because we we want what's we I mean, I want what's best for everyone yes. in 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 so many ways but there is that just that acceptance that you know I got to also want it for myself and we yes. want to we can encourage you to do that we can't do it for you but we can definitely encourage you to want what you want that for yourself and and I hope that I hope that anyone listening it takes that message with them yes so We've reached the end of our Grow With Us episode, Latonya. i
1: sad. <laughs> I miss you already.
0: We will have it forever and okay, ever. Okay. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to, to plug about either in Tulsa, how to get connected with you? Um, what, what are some things you'd like to share with our audience?
1: Well, I think the biggest message that we hope that you've received through all of the podcast is, honestly, there is a purpose for you in your work. What you do doesn't just affect that task. It affects people. It's connected to a person. It's connected to an end goal. So find yourself in a place where you can grow and thrive. You find yourself in a role that you have accepted. There is space for you there. Be your best self. So yes, grow and get information to be your best self. But quite frankly, a lot of times what you need is already inside of you. You just need it to be, you just need it to bloom and flourish which comes with experience, education, and mentorship. Mm-hmm. And then um, sign up within Tulsa. <laughs> sign up within <laughs> Tulsa. Go to our website. Go to our Instagram account. Come to our office. Anything. We want to connect with you because our heart is not just helping you find a job. Yeah. We want to equip you for your next career move.
0: Yeah, I love it. That's awesome. That's my, that's my final. I love it. I love it. We're at the <laughs>
1: I love it. I love
0: your final. I love it. <laughs> uh, thank you so much, Latanya. Thank you. We we had a blast, and yes. uh, it, it's it's honestly such a pleasure to work with you and uh, and to continue doing good work together. So thank you again for being here.
1: Thank you for
0: having me. Thank you for listening to this episode of Grow with Us. Grow with Us is supported by In Tulsa Initiatives. If you're interested in learning more about Intulsa services for job placement and workforce development, please visit talent.intulsa.com. From there, you can join our talent network where you'll get access to our newsletter and our talent team will make sure we put the right opportunities on your radar. We put the choice to pursue a new career and opportunities in your hands. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify to be notified when more episodes of Grow With Us are released. Let us know what you think about how we're doing by rating and reviewing. It really helps. Grow With Us is edited and engineered by Rant9 Productions and Jesse Ulrich. This has been Grow With Us.